Hey Mules and Jennies, this is Austin and Carson, and we're from the UCM Career Services Center, and welcome to the Mules with a Mission podcast. Hello everyone. Today we are covering a topic with Steve Ossenheimer from PSAV, and the title for this podcast is Higher Character and Train Skills. So good morning, Mr. Ossenheimer. How are you today? Excellent. Thank you, Carson. I appreciate it. Um, I'm happy to be here. Sounds great. All right. So today, um, we just want to ask you a few questions. Um, you are a recruiter, so we want to know more about um, what you hire, um, what you look for in certain people. And uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So what is your background? Okay. So what did you study in college? What are your past experiences in your field? Yeah, excellent. Well, I've been uh, successfully managing recruiting teams for the last several years in different segments of the hospitality industry. Um, restaurants, vacation ownership, now event production. And uh, my background started out in operations. I was a restaurant manager for years. And I was, uh, there was a situation where they wanted to start a recruiting department. I raised my hand and down that path I went. And I'm uh, so happy that I, I did that. The uh, cool thing about it, though, becoming from an operations background, it really helps me connect with our operations in the field. I can talk the same language. They know where I've been. They know uh, I've been in the trenches. And so it builds a, a bit of a trust factor that helps me with uh, communicating with them and getting them on board with what I'm, what I'm trying to do. So uh, that's my uh, background. Very cool. Um, so you're, are, you have moved into this recruiting field now. Um, so what does a recruiter do in general and what kind of recruiting do you do? Yeah, excellent. So our, so recruiting is an interesting deal because a lot of times people think, oh, you, you stand and you talk to people and you interview them and then you decide to hire them or not. It's, it seems pretty simple. Um, but reality is uh, rec recruiters are usually not the hiring manager, but they are the gatekeeper on who moves to the next round. So it's a very important uh, cog in the wheel. Uh, companies are uh, really smart to put people in recruiting roles that understand the jobs that they're recruiting for. Mm -hmm. So what a recruiter starts out with is, I gotta know what I'm recruiting for, what's the job? And so I usually have a conversation with a hiring manager. You know, what are the skill sets you need? What's the experience that you need? What have you experienced that doesn't work? Uh, where do you find most of your uh, high performers from? What kind of background? What's the environment they're going to work in? What's the technology they're going to need to know? What this does is helps me create a profile where I build questions that I can ask somebody to determine whether they meet those requirements. The end goal of a recruiter is, to be honest with you, just to, to be able to provide the hiring manager with a slate of three to four qualified candidates for them to interview and determine who best fits their team. My, my job, I know I've done a great job when the hiring manager says, I can't choose between them. They're all awesome. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the end result of, of what a, what a recruiter does. But it really starts with understanding the job and what's appropriate um, and so on. The, other, the next step is where do I find everybody? You know, so I got to re research the industry, I've got to understand where uh, people, what associations they belong to, what conferences they go to, what schools might 
produce the best students for that, and then really build my strategy on a marketing plan. So that includes social media, obviously the website, uh, conferences, uh, presenting, doing things like we're doing today, presentations in front of classrooms. And so what I'm doing is I'm building the, the groundwork for my, my personal brand and my company brand. Because that's going to be really important as a recruiter as they are the company spokesperson. They're um, what, what uh, a student at your school doesn't know maybe what PSAV does, but they know me. And so if I'm not credible and I'm not trustworthy and I don't communicate properly and I don't get back to you in a certain amount of time, it's a reflection on the company, which is negative. Mm -hmm. So my role is really a brand ambassador, um, making sure that everybody knows the opportunities that are available and how they could fit into that. And, and keep it in mind, before the pandemic, and the, the unemployment in the U.S. was like 2 or 3%. There were um, some areas of the company, country where there were more jobs open than there was people applying for them. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into like a job like ours, which is event production, it's a smaller group of individuals that are interested in it. So that branding is paramount. It's got to be spot on. And over the years, you build up um, that brand like great point Marriott everybody knows who Marriott is well, yeah. why is that well because they got great branding yeah they're everywhere um, so they they can walk on a campus and say hey we're Marriott and everybody goes oh cool I'm going to interview with them uh, they don't necessarily know who PSAV is so I'm, I'm starting um, a little bit behind but I do want to make up for that so that's important and then um, after the first interview it's really getting back to the candidate. If you're not going to be considered, I, I do want to get back to you and let you know that in a reasonable amount of time so you're not wondering. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really important from um, uh, just a good vibe that you communicate good and bad back to somebody and they're not a month later going, you know, I never heard back. But on the other side, if it is a positive and I move on with you, I'm your go-to person through the process. So I'll usually be the one that would set up your next interviews. I would be the one coordinating any travel, um, any other things that are going on and kind of hold, uh, not hold the hand, but be there for the candidate throughout the entire process. When it gets down to making the offer, I'm the one that would make the offer, um, making sure that you understand all the pros and cons, the benefits, the, the money, the career growth. Why are we, why would you be good at this and why do you want it? And, hopefully that gets you to sign on the offer letter and get you on board. And that's basically the life of a recruiter over and over and over again. It's every day. So. Sounds very eventful. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, never a boring day, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so we're going to tie this back into the title of this, of hiring character and training skills. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So as a recruiter, obviously um, people are going to need certain skill sets. And I know you said something about building a profile on what the hiring manager wants from their employees. Um, yeah. But how important is character over those skills? Yeah, it's a great question. So we like to say we hire um, a personality versus the technical skills. Cause I'll be honest, not everybody can, you, you know how to run uh, a microphone and a recorder and so on, mm -hmm. but most people don't. And, um, 
we don't require that, but what we do require are things like the ability to learn it, mm -hmm. the interest in learning it. Um, have you ever been around it? Why do you want to learn it? You know, so those kind of things are really more key to us than saying you've run a, you know, a Samsung 240 Cable X, uh, whatever it would be. And then, you know, there, so if you've done that, great. If you haven't, it's not a, a disqualifier because mm -hmm. we really want people that are ambitious. They're not afraid of the next step. And the biggest factor, if it, it, and this maybe is not a character thing, but for me, I love candidates that have curiosity. That's the main thing that drives me from, hey, you're on the fence, you're over the fence, or you're not um, getting over the fence, is curiosity. Mm -hmm. How curious are you about the industry? Have you done any research? Have you looked into things? And it may not even be our industry, but tell me about a time when you researched something because you got interested in it. What, what did your curiosity take you? Where did it go? Because no one, um, nobody is going to get all the training provided them. So from a characteristic perspective, you are going to be given a book, let's just say, and here's your training guide. But everything's not in that book. So if you're not curious, you won't ask the right questions and you won't get the right training to be the most successful you can be. So I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but that's, that's kind of what I'm, yeah. I'm looking for. And uh, from a, you know, it, if you want to take it further, we can go to etiquette and how to communicate or those kind of things. If you'd like to, I can. Yeah, talk I think we are about to get right into that um, of how okay. students should act when they're meeting with the recruiters. So I guess that kind of ties okay. in with um, what you look for, like with that curiosity, um, just how they act, how they should act when meeting with the recruiter. Yeah. So every time you meet with a, well, let's just say the first time you meet with a recruiter, um, it could be a couple of different ways. One, in the old days, it used to be a career fair. You'd walk up and personally get a chance to talk with mm -hmm. them. Today, it's probably more about email, and so, so there are two different ways to go about this. I'm going to talk about the personal way first, and that, that's really, hopefully, we'll get back to that soon, so that's really going to be yeah. the, the key factor going forward, but you got to think about it from a perspective of, okay, why would this person, the recruiter, be interested in me? What's, what is my story? What's my elevator pitch? What's my speech? How do I get the recruiter interested in me? Because remember, I'm going to be talking to 50 people that day. What makes you different? So start with um, a small talk. So that sounds kind of corny, but and most people will do it anyway. But I think when you're walking up to somebody and you don't know them, a lot of times we don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we've been told, oh, you should, you know, put out your hand and look them in the eye. And yes, all that is correct. That is correct. But the verbal skills are also important. When we, like in the hospitality industry, and I know um, not everybody on, on this podcast will be interested in hospitality, but in our business, it's about connecting with somebody. And so that first impression, that, that three seconds or four seconds, firm handshake, look him in the eye. Hey, I'm Steve Ossenheimer. How are you doing? And then from there, where do I go? So I would suggest if I was talking to a recruiter walking up, 
depending on the circumstances, now keep in mind, if there are 20 people waiting to talk to the recruiter, they're probably going, okay, let's go, what, what do you got? But if it's not that, and it's uh, you know a casual event and so on, this is where you get a chance to kind of develop a connection. And that means, hey, how, how, how long you been in town? Are you from here? Uh, what, when did you get in? Uh, what did you do last night uh, at your hotel? Do you have any fun? Anything along the lines of just connecting outside of, of uh, this is, I'm, I'm applying for a job. Now that's 30 seconds to a minute, but it's, it's important because in the hospitality industry, that's what we do. We talk to clients all the time and clients aren't necessarily interested in, hi, I'm Steve Ossenhammer. I would like to learn more about your company. Okay, <laughs> I can tell you about my company, but I don't feel connected. And so that's the mm -hmm. difference. And so if you could do that, um, you know, you got to ask yourself, why am I here talking with this person? And what am I excited about? What do I want to do next? What am I trying to achieve today? Those are the things you really want to walk up to a conversation and be able to go through in your elevator pitch. Why am I talking to this person? I'm interested in this kind of work. I'm, I've got a background in this. I'm excited about it because I see all the, the growth that you guys have on your website. And I know you have 1700 hotels around the US and I can work in any of them. That's, that's fantastic. And I really wanna be in charge of a group of people um, producing an event. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, that's where I wanna go in the next step in my career. It's a great elevator pitch, right? So you, you got me hooked because that's everything we do. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm in now I'm focused on you, not the yeah. next person in line. So, you know the the etiquette in uh, in person is simple, but if you are now there are two scenarios. One, you may have known the company was going to be there and you've done your research, but there are times when you're going to walk up and say, you know, I, I've never heard of you guys, and I didn't even think about you uh, when I was researching because I I didn't know much about you, but wow, this booth looks really cool. And I heard a couple other people talking about it. Can I, can I spend some time asking you some questions? That's way better than, hi, I don't know anything about your company. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. What I, uh, what I always tell my kids is how, am I, how are you differentiating yourself from others? That's the key to getting the job. How am I different? I can't be the same as everybody, all the other 75 people that are here today. What do I got to do different? So you got to be on your A game and uh, you got to bring it. Now by email, it's very similar, but obviously it's a little less personal. It's, uh, um, hey, I, uh, you should probably have done, if you're going to email somebody, you've got an email address. So you should probably have done some research on one, the recruiter, and number two, of course, the, the company. And your email should be similar to a small cover letter. Yeah, I was researching companies and I saw you on our career services site. I was really intrigued by this, 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 and that. I'm very interested in, in looking at your background of being in hospitality. I was really interested in learning more about that. When would you have time to chat with me for 10 or 15 minutes, understanding that you're very busy? Something as simple as that would mm -hmm. be a good opening connection um, from an email perspective. Now, there's always this, yeah, I emailed them a, year, a week ago and I haven't heard back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna happen. Yeah. 
And I would recommend uh, there's a there's a fine line, and I'm sure most people know of between following up and stalking. And so um, you got to know where that line is. And my recommendation would be if you don't hear something back within five business days, I would send a follow up. Hey, I'm really interested in whatever it would be that you would want to follow up. If you don't hear something back from after that, uh, give it a week. Maybe someone's on vacation. Maybe they're covering extra territory. Um, maybe there's a big project going on. They just haven't been able to get to it. Mm-hmm. But your email, unfortunately, keeps falling down the list when you look at your emails. Of course, the newest is always on top. So you don't want to lose that. So I'd say probably a week after that. Now, there's other ways to get in touch with them. You can connect with them on LinkedIn. Um, you can go through, if they're uh, um, in an association that you happen to be in, maybe they're part of uh, MPI or PCMA or something like that, you can get to them through there. Uh, you, If you noticed on their LinkedIn profile that they're connected to one of your professors or somebody in career services, you can ask that person to reach out to the recruiter for you and say, hey, I've got this great student. You should talk to them. Mm-hmm. All those things are appropriate and uh, recommended um, from from uh, at least from when you meet with a recruiter awesome well thank you all right now we are going to move on um, to kind of throw you off your feet a little bit kind of mix it up a little bit getting away from the whole recruiting talk Um, so we're going to do a little thing uh, that we do with every podcast and it's a building block question um, so our question is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Hmm. I, my first thought would be be able to read people's minds, but then I thought, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I think I may pass on that one. Uh, superpower, though, I, I, uh, I would definitely want to be uh, a positive superpower, whatever strength that would be, whether it's uh, the ability to help people in situations where they need help, something along those lines. All right. Well, that is all we have for you today. Thank you for joining and giving us your expertise. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I look forward to talking to you again. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with another episode of Meals with a Mission. Make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any questions, you can reach us at 660-543-4985 or email careers at ucmo.edu. We will see you next time.